0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ship Get Shared podcast. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Welcome into the show. So my friends, as a guy who's getting close to being done with college, I'm moving into the next phase of my life. I've already been through a couple phases already, but I'm moving into a new phase starting after this coming summer. And I thought to myself, you know what? I should share some of the life lessons I've learned, even though I'm not old by any means. I'm still just before my uh, mid 20s, still in my early 20s. So I thought to myself, you know what? Here's what I think I should do. I should talk about what I've learned. Not just for other people, but for myself to look back and say, okay, here's what I learned here. Here's what I learned there. Here's what I learned there. And so that I can bring it all together and then maybe somebody can benefit from it. If I touch one person, and helped you, then I did my job today. Because here's what I want to do. I'm going to discuss 10 things. I narrowed it down to 10 things that I want to discuss for you today. Oh, and don't worry, we'll be bringing some receipts and I will be showing you why I believe this to be important and wh- how I learned this lesson. Okay. But to let your voice be heard, you can hit me up in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble or head on over to my X page at Sheep Sheared. My DMs are wide open if you want to come over there and contribute, or if you want to comment on any of the posts, the thousands of them that I have on X, you are more than welcome to do that. But without further ado, here's what I want to do today. I want to talk about these 10 things. I won't show you the list right now because then you can just be done with it. I want to give context for each one and then we'll go down the litany. You ready? All right. We're going to start at number one and to demonstrate why I want I put number one on this list I would like to show you the following okay so I had to turn off I had to turn off the volume because the sound because on TikTok they have music okay so I can't show you the music but I can narrate for you what they're doing if you're listening on the podcast. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play this video right here to demonstrate why, number one, partying is dumb. When you're in your 20s or even in your late teens, sometimes in your early 30s if you really don't catch the memo, you think that, oh, I gotta go to the club. I gotta hit the bar. I gotta do all these things. I did my fair share of it when I was in the military. My boys and I would go out to the club we go to the, the, the script club, we do. We go all these places, we hit the bar, we go bar hopping, we do all these things, okay? But you know what? I learned a couple lessons for you on that one alone. And, and to demonstrate my point, here's the first video I wanna show. Look at all these girls, man. They all dress kinda like all glammed up. And they all, they dancing, they drinking, they, drink in, they they, they grinded on each other, all that good stuff. Oh yeah, okay, thank you for making my point. But again, look, these are the kind of women, that I'll play it through one more time. These are the kind of women you want, you know. They they look pretty because they all have makeup on and they all have their, their wigs done. If they have a wig or they've got everything all done. Look at this one goofy dude right here. Hold on, hold on, back up this video. Look at... Let me see the guy. There he is. This guy right here in the bottom right corner. That's the guy you're told you want to be when you're in your 20s, right? You want to be the guy that's, oh yeah, man, I'm out here getting all these these bitches at the club. I'm having fun. I'm getting I'm getting wasted. I'm I'm having a good old time, right? Maybe if I'm lucky, I take someone back to the crib and I give her the zing zang and the bobbity-bibbity, you know, Bill Cosby type language. You know. But you know, this is what you're told to be. But this is A, very expensive. B, you're getting nothing back from this, zero. Nothing, it's expensive. You're you're gonna be out till like 4 a.m. going to Denny's. And this, this is just stupid, okay? Let's go to the next video I have for you on clubbing. And if you think, oh Austin, I'm in a relationship, this don't affect me. <laughs> oh really, look at this. Says, boyfriend, behave tonight. And her, she taking shots with her mouth, not using her hands. Oh, by the way, you think this is just this woman? No, it isn't. Oh, hell no. No, it's not. This is the norm, my friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the norm. You think this is the exception? No, it's not. Many women are out here doing this. They out here doing all kinds of d- behavior like this, by the way. So, my friends, this is what we're talking about. This is why partying is dumb. It's expensive. It, it doesn't benefit you, really, in any way. It doesn't do anything to f- further your future, which is a it ties into another point down the road. But... You know, I want to show you something else. So I've told you one thing you shouldn't do, which is go partying because partying is dumb in my opinion. So here's what we'll do instead. I want to show you some another video of what you should be doing instead. So let's show you this real quick. Here we go. What if I told you that investing in small amounts can actually lead to huge returns? Yes, it's possible, and the secret to this is what's called compounding interest—the power of earning interest on top of interest. By reinvesting your earnings, your money grows exponentially over time. Think Warren Buffett. Now, let's say, for example, you save a hundred bucks every month for thirty years. You'll have thirty-six thousand dollars by the end of that. But if you invest that money instead of just having it sit in the bank, that would grow to over two hundred thousand dollars. That's the power of compounding interest. What if I told Okay, thank you, sir. Shout out to you. I appreciate it. Thank you for making my point. So, you see, this is the kind of mentality that you probably weren't told when you were younger. You said people told you to have fun. They told you, oh, you're taking life too seriously. Go have some fun. Enjoy yourself, for God's sakes. Well, I want to show you this is the power of compound interest. And I'm not saying you need to throw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Even if you put 50 bucks, somewhat regularly, $20. They're Acorns. I'm not sponsored by Acorns, but you look at the Acorns. There's an Acorns app. You can literally connect it to your credit card, debit card, bank account, or whatever. So then every time, let's say you go to the store, right, and uh, you buy, you buy ground beef for like five for five ninety nine or $5.95, right? Uh, well that five cents that you didn't spend, now they'll ta- It'll cost you six bucks, but they'll spend that five cents, and it'll go right over there to the acorns and it'll be invested for you oh yeah there are options out here like that where instead of having 5.92 6.37 you can then round up to the nearest dollar and have that money be invested oh yeah and have it be non-conscious it'd be happening all the time every day think about how much money that you could be just investing without even realizing it you, those options are available to you, but people want to pretend like, Oh, I don't got to worry about all that. Uh, that's not important. Well, uh, <laughs> that's, that's dumb. This is business, business numbers. Is this working? Yes. Yeah. See, when I talk about money, that's the kind of mentality a lot of people want to have. And they immediately stop listening. A lot of people because they're like, Oh, I don't want to talk about money. I don't want to talk about money. Okay, you don't have to talk about money if you don't want to. But if you want to be rich, like here's, okay, this is going to tie into another point. I wasn't planning on talking about this point till later on, but I'm going to tie this in now. Okay, this idea of not comparing, sorry, not comparing yourself to other people. When I was 21, 20, and one of my mentors pointed this out to me. He said, I notice you say this a lot. He said, I notice you compare yourself to other people. You feel as though you're behind someone, you're behind the curve. Who are you behind? Who is it that you're thinking you're so far behind on? And I tell them, oh, I thought my friends were doing so much better than me. And not that I was hating on them, no. Just I felt, again, feelings can really lead you astray, but I both thought and felt as though I was behind. I should be farther ahead. I had this fear. That I was missing out. I had this fear that I was running out of time. I had this fear that I wasn't doing enough as quickly as I wanted to. And he pointed out to me, he said, you know what, you're thinking about this all wrong. And he was the one that brought it to my attention. And then I really started to think about it. And I said, wait a minute, why am I rushing? When you're young, men and women are different. Okay, I know that's almost sacrilege to say today. And a lot of people the mere mention of saying men and women are different, their response is something akin to Oh, hell no. But it's true. Men and women are different. Women peak very early. Men, we don't. Men don't hit their earning potential till like 40 to 50. That's when the most millionaires are made is about when you're 40s to 50s to 60s. Women on the other hand, when women are 18, 20, 25, They look really good for the most part. They have tons of validation, attention, all this stuff flooding their way. And with plastic surgery, with skincare, with makeup, with extensions, with collagen injections, all these things, they can ride it out longer than they used to. But at 40 as a woman versus 40 as a man, it is nowhere near the same thing. You as a man, are still on the up and up. A woman, she peaked a while ago and she's still trying to ride that out. She's still trying to ride that shit out and that's tough, man. But again, you need to not compare yourself to other people because everybody has a different path. And who cares what other people are doing? If someone you care about does something great, 100% go congratulate them. But do not sit there and think that, Oh, I I need to do more. I should have done more because all it's going to make you do is get down on yourself and you're going to start discrediting yourself, bringing yourself down when that's other people's job. This is the worst kind of discrimination, the kind against me. There's plenty of it out there, but I'm here to tell you that will drag you down instead of saying, hey, maybe I didn't do what I could have done, but the future, let's focus on the future. Let's say I wanted to do that, so let's find a way to do it. I wanted to start my own business, let's do that. I wanted to start commentating, or I wanted to start doing something I'm passionate about, let's do that. There are, if you're young, focus on the future. You'll have plenty of time to reminisce about the past when you're older. Save that for later. I want to show you a graph ro- here real quick. Oh, the, oh, no, no, I don't have the graph. Okay. there was a graph that showed the level of compound interest and what it did for you over time. If you, it showed compounding interest of 25 versus 35 and 45 and it showed that, Hey, there's a huge level. I believe if you started investing at like 25, you could get, uh, it was like 250 bucks a month. You get to almost $900,000 by retirement age, uh, 35, you get like 400,000. And then at 45, it's like one point five hundred thousand. That's huge, it's huge. But again, this idea of thinking long-term, not partying, not wasting your time, your youth on things that don't matter. Think about all the things you do today, whether you're 20, teens, 30s, think about all the things you do right now, you're wasting your time. You are doing things with a low rate of return, if any at all. I'm not saying you don't go enjoy yourself every once in a while. That is fine. Rewarding yourself is, like, is good for your psychology, according to what I've read. But there's a difference between rewarding yourself and indulging yourself. Huge difference. And uh, let's see, what's the next thing I had to say? Oh, here it is. Okay. Learning how to make decisions. Oh boy. Let me ask you something. How many of you today are, have this condition? I like to call paralysis from analysis. In other words, you look at data and you're like, Oh, oh I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't want to make a choice. Oh. like you're just, you don't want to make a choice because you're afraid you're going to make the wrong choice in which then in turn leads you to making no choice which is the worst possible option, or you make a bad choice. You need to learn to say, hey, I'm doing this. I might not do it well when I first start doing it, but I'm gonna do this thing because I want to, because I know given enough time, I can do it and it's gonna be great. That is what you need to do. That is what will benefit you long-term. I found this to be true. You set your mind on something, you write it down on a piece of paper, you say it every morning when you wake up, and every night before you go to sleep, you will have that thing. Why? Because your subconscious mind will be working to get you to that place. Don't stress about these things. You need to work, act with purpose. Stress is when you feel paralyzed, powerless, like nothing you do has any meaning. That is when you'll feel stressed. When you're just doing and doing and acting and acting in business and business and business. Business, business, business. Numbers. Is this working? Yes. Yeah. You will not feel stressed. Your stress will be limited. And that is what you want. Because when you when you're in this situation of I have to act, I have to act, I have to act. You're likely going to make an emotional choice or a uninformed choice. Sometimes you gotta just lead with your gut and learn to adjust your radar to understand what you're more inclined to do, me what you default to. These are important things to learn about yourself. But a lot of people look to other people to make their choices for them. They look to other people and say, hey man, like I don't know I don't know about this, what should I do? As if the other person knows what they're doing. If they do, then then take them into consideration. But at the end of the day, You need to make the choice, not them, not your mom, not your dad, not your brother, not your cousin, not your girlfriend, not your wife. You, you got to make the choice. That is what you must do. Because if you don't, then you're going to be relying on that person. And you're assuming that they're right in the first place, which is a stretch. (laughs) My friends, you need to not let other people define you. And that ties into what we just talked about of making your own choices. A lot of people want to be liked. They want to be enjoyed. They think that I have to be liked by other people because that is where my value is. No, no. And that's actually exactly the opposite. In fact, when you have a backbone, you see this, this thing running up your spine, you reach on your neck and you'll see, you'll feel this kind of thing in your upper back. That's your spine. You need to use that. You need to say, Hey, This is the kind of behavior I will accept and will not accept. Ladies, I hear women complain all the time that, oh, I, you know, men push my boundaries, men do this, men do that. Sorry if you heard that. My friends, here's what I want you to understand. When you say, I will not tolerate X behavior and you enforce it, you don't just say it, but you do it. People will learn very quickly. They act right or they get gone. They are out of your life. And a lot of people are scared to do that. They don't want people to talk junk about them. They don't want people to say bad things about them. They don't want people to feel slighted by them. You will always have someone who feels that way. I don't care if they're valuable to your life or not. There are people who get mad at me for doing this show every day. They get mad that my attention goes to this. They get mad at the things that I say. Do I let that affect me? No. I used to. I don't anymore. Once you do a couple hundred episodes of, of of anything or you do something a couple hundred times, you start to say, dude, who the hell cares about what someone who I don't know has to say? I don't care what they have to say. Do I want them to agree with me? I think it'd benefit them for sure if they listen to me, but they don't have to. Because in 10 years, when I'm still doing content and my audience is still growing and I'm still learning, they'll come back to me and they'll be like, ooh, probably should have listened to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, I know they will. I have zero doubt in my mind that that's exactly how things are gonna go down. Why? Because I know, I've I've been that guy. I've been that guy where I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. That's stupid, I know what I'm doing. And then I know, I think I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, I should have listened to that guy. You knew what he was talking about. And But that takes learning. And that's what I encourage you to do is understand what you're good at and understand what you're not good at so that you can work on the things you care about, mix them into the things you already enjoy doing, and then you could stack your skills, which is another item on this list is stacking skills. For example, I love to learn. I love to talk about things that I'm passionate about. I like to explore technology. Doing all these things has helped me do this show better. You think I just hop on here, turn on the camera and do my show? That's not true. Not true. So my friends, what do you enjoy doing? Do you enjoy coding? Do you enjoy photography? Do you enjoy psychology? Do you enjoy food? What is it you enjoy doing? I enjoy writing. That's why I wrote this book, Biblical Bachelor. That's why I wrote this book. I like to write about things. I like to express myself in a constructive way. That is how I wrote this book. That's how I'm working on writing other books. That's how I work on doing the show better. Everything you do can be connected to something else and in turn, it can be monetized. Is it easy? No, not always. Is it convenient? Mm, like if it work hard enough, maybe. But it all comes down to what do you actually want? What do you want? Because if you don't even know that, well then you're wasting your time and you're just no wonder you're unhappy. And frankly, if you don't know what you're doing by 30, you're kind of a weirdo. Well, this is getting weird. But that's okay, because you need to work and understand who you are and what you want. Because then, once you know what you want, I guarantee you there's a way to get it. Is it going to be easy? No. Sacrifice free? Not likely. But that's what makes it worthwhile. That's what makes it valuable to you. Things aren't valuable if you just get them for free. You get them without trying. That's not valuable to you. You ever been working at something and you couldn't do it, you tried and you tried and you tried and you tried, and eventually you got that and you were like, yes, I did it, and you were so happy. Yeah, there's a reason behind that versus you get a first try, you're like, yeah, yeah, I did it. There's a reason behind that, and life is no different. If you think everything's easy, then you're not doing anything worth doing. There's a lot of things out here that are very difficult, and it takes time. It takes persistence. It takes advocating for yourself. It takes being ambitious. And that's what I want you to move towards. I want you to win in your life. I've I've been very vulnerable throughout this show, kind of explaining some of the things I do. And you know what? Vulnerability is is another aspect of this that can be a little controversial because relationships... Reap little rewards in your 20s. I'm sorry. When If you're married, maybe it could be different. Maybe if your marriage lasts, it can be different. For most people, if you're just out here trying to get people's attention, trying to run game, trying to hook up, trying to do all that, it's goofy, it's dumb. You know what? I'll, I'll let this video speak for me on this. Here's what your dating life will likely look like. Me. I'm not playing. I know you didn't just walk past me. Come back oh, and do no. Come back. Try again. Ugh. Now you can go on. Ugh. Ugh. You lied to me. See, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is the kind of relationship you deal with, and ladies, I'm People create their own problems. People sow the wind, reap the whirlwind, and this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Let's go through it one more time. First day of dating, everything's good. One month in, Relationship changing a little bit. Don't touch me. I'm not playing. Six months in, she already giving you attitude. I know you didn't just walk past me. Oh, Mike. Okay, stop. No. See, this is the problem I have with this and why I say relationships reap little reward with a very rare exception. So, first day, you know, it's new, it's exciting, it's good, whatever. We're happy about it, right? One month in, She's, she's, she's like, oh, you know, she's kind of giving me a little, bit of reject- a little bit of rejection, but not too much. Six months in, she's like, don't you touch me. I'm not a piece of meat. You can't treat me like this. And then he says, okay, I'll adjust. I won't do that anymore. And then when he stops doing it, when you're in, he doesn't even do it at all. And she's like, I know you didn't do that. Isn't that what you asked for? Isn't that what you asked for? You said, no, I don't want you to do that. So then he listened to you and you're penalizing him for listening. I know it's a skit. I know it's a skit, but there is truth in humor. There is truth in examples like this. You really think that art doesn't imitate life? You think that life doesn't imitate art? What are you, nuts? This is why relationships reap the reward because most people are not serious about life they have no they're misguided undecided unhappy uh misdirected they don't know what the hell is going on they don't know who they are what they want what they're doing who they're doing they don't know what the hell is going on that's why relationships are with very very rare exception are a total waste of your time complete waste especially if you're a 20 year old man or 20s year old guy because you're this is your time to build yourself this is your time to say hey i'm gonna go out here and i'm gonna fuck in the world and i'm gonna do everything that i wanted to do this is your time to do that this isn't your time to come out here and settle your time to come out here and play these emotional games and try to kick the emotional field goal with the goal line always moving everywhere this isn't the time to do none of that because women have the natural need to survive so they're always going to find the best mate, and they're entitled to do that. I'm not going to sit here and shame them for that, but what I will say is this, gentlemen, if you're not the best mate, she ain't going to stay loyal to you. She got a monkey branch, which is a term that maybe you have heard before. Monkey branching is like a monkey who's swinging from tree to tree to tree. You got to make sure that I can catch the next branch before I close and I'm going to go on to the next tree. Women are the same way. Now, if you're married, this might look a little bit different, but this is why the divorce rate's super high. Women never leave a relationship to just be single. No, 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 they always got some dude out on the side. There are statistics, even normie statistics, that are backing this up now, okay? This is why I'm telling you, relationships are bad for you if you're in your 20s. Unless you are just trying to immediately get married, even then, that's really hard to do these days. But even if you wanted to do that, which I would not recommend, by the way, but if you wanted to do that, you do what you want. I'm just telling you that women tend to hold it against men who marry them in their 20s because they feel as though they've lived their whole life and they haven't done what their girlfriends have done. They haven't done what the girls they see on Instagram are doing or on TikTok or or anywhere else. And this is why they're more likely to be a liability to you. To set you back. Divorce sets you back child support sets you back the money you spend on dates on trips uh, on on gifts these add up the emotional energy you spend in a relationship is just mm, it's crazy and for the people who want to disagree with me all I have to say is I love the poorly educated and for the let's not pretend like most people in their relationships aren't you are a rude terrible person let's not pretend like most people aren't that way in general okay my friends there are i think that's all 10. oh no this is the last one you need to learn how to balance your biochemistry what the hell does that mean what i mean by that is this you need to learn how your brain works how you operate what your default is? Do you have an addictive personality? Are you a little more off to the side? What is it you? How is it? How does your brain work? How do your feelings work? People want to say that emotional intelligence is defined by your, how much you feel. No, no, hundred percent false. Oh hell no! Emotional intelligence is defined by your ability to control your emotions to regulate them to understand how they operate and use them in tandem with your goals that is what it is defined by so my friends you need to learn how to balance the biochemistry in your brain to understand why you do certain things what environment might trigger certain behaviors in you what food you're eating that might throw off your do you do you have the proper vitamins do you Are you working out enough? What is it that you're not doing that's affecting the rest of your life? My friends, these are just a couple lessons that I've learned in my 20s, and I'm still in them. And I'm sure I'll learn more as time goes on. But what lessons have you learned? Do you agree with my list? Do you not agree with the list? Would you add to the list? Would you subtract from the list? Please, please let me know. I'm very curious to hear what you have to say. My friends, in the meantime, whether you listen to the list, don't listen to it, add, subtract, discard, put it on your wall and frame it, whatever it is you do, stay vigilant, stay informed, question everything that comes your way, and I encourage you to always be on the lookout to learn, skill stack, be out here trying to be the best you can be, because there's enough mediocre people out here. I'm out of here. Take care of yourselves. Stay blessed. Peace. Music